Greetings, salutations, and welcome to the channel for all your relationship needs. Too long have our women been left out in the cold, desolate, with a deception fed to them about who they are, how they should live, what they should do and say, even where they should go, and who they should choose to live their lives with. On this channel, we will be dissecting and presenting the raw truth, revealing the illusions of the world, as women are positioned to operate from a position of strength. There is someone who cares about you and your future. My name is Kareem Ainsley, and I have been given a charge to ensure that females are transformed into ladies and cultivated into princesses to be prepared as a queen for their king. Enjoy and embrace the awakening as you listen, like, comment, subscribe, and turn your notification on so you will be in the know. From our last discourse, we have been getting comments and questions in relation to the first statement that had been made in the introduction of submission, submit, and suck. Some persons were a little confused and bewildered to even question themselves if the statement made was in error. For your listening pleasure, we will replay the statement that was made before we address the matter. Let us listen that statement about males and men. Why is it that with such a high population of males, females are being passed over by the men while they are only attracting the males? In case you are such a person who have not yet realized the distinction, we will direct you to the core fundamental that will safeguard and allow for you to be in a position which will allow you to seek to select that which is most suited and appropriate for the type of life that you desire. When we speak about male or man, we are not speaking about a male man who could be just a male or even both a male and the man. But there will come a time in his life when he will have to choose not to be lukewarm as his state of consciousness would have been elevated for the purpose God intended. The male man, when he makes the conversion from male to man, he will now be the male which is the gift given to the woman. In the state of a man, he will be ready to receive a woman. In summary, a man is a male, but a male is not necessarily a man. Life is about movement, and if we remain stagnant in ignorance, our demise will consume us. For women, your role is so important that you should not seek to take any chance in making a wrong selection. That could damage and destroy your life and even take away your salvation. That there is something that you should not in any way feel comfortable to do. In being a man, the spirit of man should be allowed to connect to the spirit of God. This connection will allow for the direct communication and transfer of information that is necessary for the operation in accordance to the outlined guidelines of the Lord. Without this connection, the individual would not be in a position to embrace and extract the man from within the male. 
Being a man is not just about a title, it's also a person. The title may be given to males, which is premature. However, the person should always be present before the title. In the upside down world that we have, we see the title being given to a person who is not yet mature mentally, emotionally, physically or spiritually to receive it. Care needs to be taken in order to prepare males to become men. And in order to do that, you need men to prepare other men. A man does not start at age 18 or at the age when the government or state indicates that the person is mature, whether that be 21, 16, it doesn't start there. A child at age 5, as long as he's in accordance with the will of God, can be considered a man. Because of his alignment, he has been elevated and given the prerequisite to be under authority. This child in the man state should also be given counsel and guidance from another man. This man is usually represented as his father. When males are assumed to be men prematurely, that is what creates relationship problems and trials. Women, stay away from males and seek after men. The woman who is privileged enough to have a man is an honor and a blessing to her. To be a man is not a simple title. Its span is enwrapped with profound riches. It is a sacred privilege in which passivity is rejected, giving rise to a diplomatic privilege based on his dedication. The life of a man starts with his personal submission to Jesus Christ and the dwelling in the fear of God as he takes him seriously, living with a divine awareness. With this divine awareness, God's views, thoughts, and words come to the forefront of every decision that is made. If he falls short of the mark, he addresses it by going back to God, confessing it, repenting of it, and resynchronizing with surrender. Males, on the other hand, refuse to submit to God. When this happens, God cannot control the personal life. And if his personal life cannot be a controlled area, he becomes a suspect because there is an absence of divine support. As strong as men are, they need support. And the support they can get only comes from that authority which they are under. What a man does on a daily basis is go to God for him to take charge so divine ordinance can be maintained. In giving God his mind, body, and soul, the surrender of ownership allows him to access the divine power, allowing his wife or those under his submission to become even more powerful. Without the influence of men, the world becomes mad, overrun by males to their own demise. We see the effect of a male-driven society with fatherlessness, the tearing apart of the family, no leaders in the church and on the world stage at large, lacking integrity. All these atrocities are created when the world lacks men. 
God wants each woman to celebrate men and hold the males accountable to the standard of men. Urgently need the woman to stop enabling the males and encouraging them to believe that they are men. Woman, I know you already know what to do. We need to be on the same team as we require and demand that which is right and righteous. If you start listening to the crowd, the media, you'll become eventually one of them. Lost in the sea of depravity. The absence of men brings destruction, pain and anguish throughout the land. When no man is in the vicinity, there is chaos and confusion in the environment. When there is not a real man in the relationship that you're in, you will have struggles. You'll be unable to give the support that you need. You will become burdened, restricted, conflicted, all because there is not a man in the relationship. God says in Ezekiel 22 and verse 30, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the edge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found none. Where are the men? It is not that he could not find males. He just could not find men. This indicates that there is a difference between being a male and being a man. Now you know why you have not been able to find a man. Because they are not yet transformed from male to man. A man's first responsibility after submitting to God and awaking is his home. He needs to immediately assume leadership. They have to teach the principles of responsibility. The male or the man that you identify with is an indication of the person you are. If you have a male, you are equal to him. And if a man, so too are you equal to him. It is a reflection of you. Though the male may be at the root of the problem, a selection to be with a male with the prospects of a relationship that will lead to marriage indicates that you are in a damaged state in which you have been complicit in enabling and establishing a dysfunctional situation. The man must be equipped to leave his family, love his wife, teach his son how to become a man, and exemplify the behavior of the man he desires his daughter to be attracted. He should be providing love, correction, and direction for those under his leadership while he builds up each member of his family for success. The man should not be tearing down a woman. That is what males do. Men never tear down a woman. God says in Malachi 4 and verse 6, And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their father, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Men are needed to raise the children, 
and this should not be the duty relegated or delegated to the mothers. The mother's purpose is to incubate them and present them to the man for the man to cultivate with the aid of the mother. I know this is not what the media projects or portray. This is not what they teach in churches, but this is what the Bible indicates. The woman is a helper. She is to be in line with the leadership and the vision of the man. She serves as an extension of the man in being the manager or the administrator of the resources on the man's behalf. Women need men equally to men needing women. When women are led by men, they will behave like ladies in the workplace, out in the public, and anywhere they are allowed to occupy and will refuse to disrespect other males or men as they are under the authority of a real man. So when you see females behaving funny or shady, if you ever behave that way, it could be that you are not under the authority of a man, but under the authority of a male. Your father is not reflecting the behavior of a man, but is reflecting that of a male, which could be another challenge. Your mother was trying to fill the role of a man, which she cannot in teaching you how a man should act. And the list goes on. Isaiah 3 and verse 12 states, As for my people, children are their oppressors, and the woman ruleth over them. O my people, they will cause thee to err, and destroy the way of thy path. When children are not grown with fathers, they have a tendency to become oppressors. In the same breath, the woman rules over them. The misalignment of places in the past caused a curse as there was error which destroyed the path that was outlined. When men are nowhere to be found, children are in chaos, being brought up by women. This act of women bringing up children indicates a disintegration of the fabric of society. Women brought up by other women in broken homes tend to always speak males and overlook that which they need, which is a man. Even if they select a man, they are unwilling to submit as their minds are still shackled by the past, preventing them from experiencing the present as they anticipate the future as intended. Women are not equipped to teach males how to be men, nor are they equipped to teach their daughters what a man looks like as most times they don't have a clue. For this reason, the fathers are needed in the household to support the development and cultivation of the children, which is their responsibility and not that of the woman. Far too long have men been abdicating their responsibilities. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Logically, can two walk unless they agree? There is a loud cry for men 
For this reason, women have been limited in fulfilling their purpose as they have stepped outside of the alignment just to keep the family together. It was Yahweh Elohim who created man. This powerful God wants to relate to men and oversee their affairs so they can oversee your affairs. Exodus 34 and verses 23 through 24 states, Thrice in the year shall all your men and children appear before the Lord, the God of Israel. For I will cast out the nation before thee, and enlarge the borders, neither shall any man desire the land. When thou shalt go up to appear before the Lord thy God thrice in the year. When the men children, males, go to God, when they leave, they are men. Not leaving his presence, but by beholding, they become changed, as being a man indicates a constant connection with the word of God and God himself. A male is derived through genetics or birth. However, only when there is alignment with a purpose, thus the male becomes a man. Male or boyhood is a state in which one is dependent, immature, and not yet responsible, and there is a disconnection from purpose. And yes, there is also the disconnection from the originator. The transition into manhood is when the male moves into a state of knowing himself, realizing his identity in which he becomes responsible and exercises his leadership capabilities towards others. Not being a tyrannical leader, but being a servant to humanity. Relationship chaos shows its ugly head when God is not allowed to be God in the life of the male. In that state, the male will do anything, even things which are inhumane, unethical, and a display of hatred. Only males beat women. Only males abandon children. Only males would seek to lie, to deceive, and cheat. Only males lack the understanding of the responsibility and the role that they have. Males are not yet transformed into men. It should be noted, if women keep choosing males, they will always get messed up and wiped out, having to repeatedly start over. Only a man can give a woman what she needs. What you think you want, in most instances, should be avoided. That is the power of being under leadership and submission. It is actually the relation of man under the comprehensive rule of God that will determine how you as a woman turn out. As you being a woman is a mirror letting a male or a man knows what his submission to God looks like. The role of a man is to implement the rules of God, not to create them along the way. A man knows and understands that he is obligated to a higher order. What males are called to do is to submit their will, deciding that God's rule trump his. God has a last word. It is for this reason that God told Adam that from every tree in the garden, you can freely eat. 
but of the tree that is in the midst of the garden you shall not eat which is found in genesis 2 verse 16 and 17. the limitation was to remind adam every time that he passed the tree that he was created and not creator the freedom did not mean that the man was independent of god there are just some things that a man cannot do the reason is just because God told him that he cannot do it and that just settles it. All the freedom only comes when the man is submitted to God. When males do their own thing and not being submitted to God, they may get to eat the food, but they lose the freedom. They lose the blessings and the benefit that comes from being a man in the kingdom. And this loss of blessing is transferred to the woman as she becomes in bondage, enslaved to the snares of the man. Now, in brief, let us examine a few things that distinguish a man from a male. Number one, a man knows his self-worth and identity. He does not need validation from any woman or any other man because he is directly connected to God. So who God says that he is, he believes it. A male, on the other hand, is in conflict with himself. He is in a state of identity crisis. Today, he may want to be a macho man. The next day, he may want to be a wimp. The next day, he may want to be a woman. He is struggling with his identity. Number two, a man has a vision for the future. He sees where he is now and he looks towards the future, not only thinking about today, but thinking about tomorrow, thinking about his family, thinking about his future with his wife, his children, and his generations to come. A male lacks vision and lives in the past, and in most instances just live in the now, saying they only live once. This there damages the foundation that could have been prepared for the future generation that is to come. Number three, the man exudes confidence. The man is confident because he knows who he is. He is not intimidated by other persons because he is not comparing himself with anyone else. While the male on the other hand lacks the confidence and entertains arrogance as a compensatory mechanism for his lack of confidence. The man is a protector and a provider. The male, on the other hand, is a coward as he will run away and he desires to be provided for and not to provide. He is in disalignment with the will of God. So, the man will be the one who is willing to serve, to give her a massage, to help her in the kitchen. But the male wants to be served. He wants to sit back and watch the television. He wants to sit back and enjoy himself, sit back and play games, sit back and just have things happening. He does not want to serve, but he wants to be served and serviced. The man moves towards fulfillment. Happiness is important, but he knows that happiness is not everything. Fulfillment of will and purpose is of greater priority to him. While the males move towards pleasure, so they will lust after other women, they will entertain narcotic drugs or pharmaceutical drugs to make them feel good, and they will do whatever it is that gives them that buzz, that hide for pleasure. Their minds are unsettled. 
The man is committed. He is so committed to God that he can transfer his commitment to God, to the woman, to the family, and to the society at large. While the male is uncommitted to God, so he cannot transfer his commitment, which he doesn't have, to his female partner, his family, his wife, and those who are under his alleged submission. Next point that we're going to look at number eight is that the man is faithful. However, the male is unfaithful. They don't want to return tithes and offering. They don't want to be faithful to have one partner. They want to be polygamous. They are unfaithful. They will leave their children abandoned. These are attributes that male display. Nine, the man is focused. The man is focused because he has to think of the bigger picture. And thinking of the bigger picture puts him in alignment with God. So he is unidirectional. He knows what he wants. He knows what he needs to do to get to where he needs to go. And he's focused on that path. The male is unfocused because he is suffering from identity crisis. He lacks a vision. He's basically confused. And his confusion leads to his damnation. Number 10. The man assumes responsibilities for his action. If he does something, he is confident in what he does. If he does something and it does not turn out the way that he desired it to turn out, or did not turn out the way he expected to be turned out, then he will accept the responsibilities of his limitation. While a male, on the other hand, will try to pass off that responsibility on someone else. It is saying that someone else made me do it. It is because of this why it wasn't done how it should have been done. And these are negatives that are toxic to any relationship, which takes us to the other point. Number 11. A man possesses positive masculinity in which he used his manhood to enable, to elevate, to build, to empower women and those around him. While the male has toxic masculinity in which he used his masculinity to oppress, to depress, to suppress, to beat, to abuse the woman in his life. If you are being abused, it means that you have the male who is suffering from identity crisis, who lacks a vision, who is confused, who is unfaithful, who is uncommitted, who is desirous of more pleasure than anything else who is a coward that is why he displays this toxic masculinity the man is honest he tells things as it is he tells truth no matter what it is but the male on the other hand he is dishonest and he lives in denial the man is accountable because he knows the authority that he has and he knows that his family depends upon him hence he is accountable to God and to his family as a whole. The male on the other hand justifies everything that he does. He's tried to avoid responsibility at all costs. He doesn't want to be accountable to anyone. He doesn't want to be accountable to God. He doesn't want to be accountable to the woman. He doesn't want to be accountable to his children. This is why he justifies everything. He's never wrong, but justifies everything in his favor. A man operates on the principles and core values, which means that everything that he does is based on a set of outline guidance. It's based on principles of action for operation. The male, on the other hand, lacks morality and is more prone to do things which are conflicting with that which is right and righteous. A man appreciates a powerful woman because he knows that when he sees a powerful woman, she is under authority of a powerful man. 
and because of that he is appreciative that she was willing to submit to that authority and because he knows of his identity he is not threatened by a woman while a male on the other hand is intimidated when he sees a woman in power as he thinks that she is going to threaten his manhood she is going to treat him how he has treated other women and that he cannot afford so he becomes intimidated the final point i want to leave with you is that a man engaged in uplifting and rational conversation his words are true his words are for the purpose of elevation while the male does engage in irrational conversation they speak things which actually does not make any sense logically but they speak it because they have a mouth to speak Based on all of these, you can decide whether it is that you desire to engage in a relationship with a male or a man, a man or a male, you decide. The man is determined to fight the good fight of faith and has his eyes fixed on eternal life. This focus will allow the individual to be drawn to righteousness and godliness while exuding character attributes of meekness, patience, godliness, faith and love. A formidable task was placed on Timothy in Ephesus, as the commission placed upon him was to restore the church to the order of truth. The church had been turned away from God. False teaching, misunderstanding, and misinformation are dangerous to the truth. These need to be resisted for the glow of truth to prevail. Only knowledge, understanding, and wisdom can guide on the path. A man teaches the truth. He is dedicated and has accepted his dedication. These individuals are upright and perfect in their ways, thoroughly furnished for the good work that will be displayed by their food, honorable and worship God, exercising great discretion in humility, doing the Master's will. After understanding the distinction between a male and a man, you can now only choose to be in a relationship with a man. Unless you want to continue your cycle of life in a dysfunctional relationship, in a dysfunctional environment, rearing dysfunctional children to continue a dysfunction in society, which adds to the total dysfunctional state of the world. Why settle for less when you can have more? Put your needs over your wants because you may eat the fruit but lose the blessing. Think on these things. Signing out, this is Kareem Ainsley, loved by women, respected by men. Peace, love, respect.